in today's show. I'm going to tell you what I'm watching for for Saturday and giving some streaming options. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place for tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. Thank you to you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And we also have shows for all of your favorite teams. So whatever your favorite team is, if you want to hear about whatever the hell is going on with the Lakers, for example, go check out Andy and Brian hosting Locked On Lakers on YouTube and wherever else you find podcasts. All right, we're going to do what to watch for for Saturday. Now, I am doing this earlier than I normally would because I am off to see the Eternals this afternoon. So this is what happens on my weekends. This is why I don't, you know, do recap shows because I have things that I need to do. We go out for dinner. I go out to the movies. We go to the shops. I do play outside with my, with my son. Not that he's like a little kid, but, you know, we go and throw footballs around. We kick the footy or we play tennis or whatever we do. So we do stuff. But today we've got, we're going to see the Eternals, which I'm pumped for. So that's why I'm doing this one early. So there'll be things that I talk about here that maybe a player is injured that I talk about. Like, hey, I can't wait to watch them. And then a report comes out in three hours time. I'm just giving you a heads up. That is what I'm doing. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the games. There are six of them on Saturday. The first one is the Rockets and the Nuggets. I want to watch Jalen Green because Jalen Green is you know, struggling with efficiency, which is just what's going to happen with rookie guards nearly every time. It's going to happen. And if you aren't prepared for it, then you're not prepared for fantasy basketball. That's just what will happen. It'll improve most likely as the season goes on. But I want to watch what he does. More importantly, I want to watch what he does passing-wise. Ball in hand, pick and roll. Can he develop into a Bradley Beal-type shooting guard? Devin Booker, before Chris Paul arrived, that sort of player who can get five, six assists, that's massive for his overall fantasy value. So watch that. And then also the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate. Now, last game was pretty good for Tate. His percentages have been up. He's been wildly inconsistent, though. He is a 12-team option, but I am not convinced that it maintains you know, rock-solid top 100 numbers for the rest of the year. While for the Nuggets, it's all about the big stiffy, Bones Highland. Michael Malone finally acknowledged, yeah, he's in the rotation. Like, no shit, Mickey. He should have been in the rotation immediately. Honestly, the progression, and we've talked, I've talked about this a lot, is that he went from out of the rotation to eventually taking over from Austin Rivers to taking over from Faku a little bit. And then I think he's going to take over from Monty Morris at some point. I think that might be months away, but I do think that progression will happen. So Bones is an interesting player. Let's see how he does. I thought he's looked really good in all of his rotation roles he's had so far. He's a nice deep league ad. He's a streamer. And if you've got luxury spots to stash, yeah, maybe you stash him. Because there is maybe top 120 value for a short period of time this year. Also, watch Aaron Gordon. I'm sick of watching Michael Porter Jr. piss that garbage off. Yeah, fire that into the sun. Let's more look at Aaron Gordon, who's been all right. He's been hovering on the fringes of top 120 type value. 
He's playing a bit better than he did last season. It's helping that Porter's sucking, so a little bit of that is going towards Gordon. But can he maintain a must-roster 12-team status? I don't think so, but he can at least be used in a 12-team format. The next game we look at is the Jazz and the Heat. At this point, I don't know whether Donovan Mitchell's going to play. He missed the last game with that ankle sprain. So I want to watch, A, whether Donovan Mitchell plays, and I want to watch, B, what happens if he doesn't play. So if Mitchell is in, how does he look? Does he look great before the injury? If he is out, yeah, how does Ingles look? And how does the man who went absolutely bananas last game, Jordan Clarkson, look? J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Because this was a familiar theme last season. Conley out, Mitchell out, Bogdanovich out, Clarkson goes off. Everyone plays, Clarkson does jack shit. And we saw it here. Mitchell out, Clarkson goes crazy. So I want to see Clarkson do something when everyone's there. Not something, but do something that's really, really fantasy useful because that hasn't really been the pattern for him over the last couple of seasons. Well, for the Heat, I don't know whether Kyle Lowry is going to play. I want this whole team to bounce back, because they were atrocious on Thursday. Tyler Hero especially was a disgusting, like, negative 30 or something. Shot really poorly, and he's been great this year. Let's see him bounce back, but let's also watch for Gabe Vincent, because if Lowry is out, if Max Struess is out also, it's going to have to be Vincent who plays some minutes. Gabe um, played, what, four minutes last game? He might be forced into a 20-minute role. So deeper leaguers, streamers, you might want to be paying some level of attention to old Gabriel Vincent because there is a potential if Lowry is out that he might be able to have some sort of impact for fantasy. But what Taylor has an impact. That's McDonald's. Because we thank McDonald's for sponsoring this podcast. They have been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can reconnect. We know McDonald's. We know where the local McDonald's is in our community. We have a memory of McDonald's going to a birthday party for a friend from school, going there after a sporting achievement. If you hit two home runs today, John, I'll take you to Macca's. Thanks, Dad. Three cheesies for me. And then you go out there, you hit those homers, and you get that. Uh, you get those cheesies and you smash them in. We know we're on a road trip. We drive past McDonald's and, and you hear the tummy rumbles and you go... Ooh, wouldn't wouldn't mind uh, knocking back a quarter pounder as we drive through. And yeah, all right, let's go. And you go in there. That is part of what McDonald's is. Always a part of the community. So why don't you head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. It's also important that we take care of our body and our mind. And sleep is one of those things that often goes unnoticed. So me and LeBron James want to tell you that sleep is vitally important. And LeBron has teamed up with Calm. And I guess you could say I have as well because they're, they're here on this podcast. Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation. They help activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle, but you don't have to be a champion athlete to learn how to train it. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine, and it should be for you as well. So head to calm.com slash LockedOnNBA, and for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. That's a massive deal. It's really, really good. So with Calm, you have access to nature scenes that LeBron loves, rain sounds, sleep stories, all this stuff to help get you a good night's sleep so you wake up feeling refreshed the next day. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron and join me in using Calm and get a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. So get started at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. That is calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Okay, let's go on to the next game. 
The Philadelphia 76ers, they are taking on the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls disappointingly lost to the Sixers last time out. Let's see if they can uh, erase that. There'll be no Toby Harris. There'll probably be no Danny Green for the uh, Sixers as well. There'll be no Ben Simmons as they've resumed finding him as well. So, yeah, Shake Milton. Will he get another start? Will Furkan Korkmaz be ready to play? Because Shake started last game and played really well. So I want to watch what Shake's role is with Korkmaz or without Korkmaz and how he fits in and whether he has any 12-team ability. And then I also want to watch Joel Embiid because it's been a real struggle for Joel so far. The shots aren't falling. The mid-range shooting isn't there. I have faith that it comes back. I'm encouraged that he's playing in back-to-backs. I am still worried about the knee, but the fact that he's playing in back-to-backs is encouraging. And then for the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, as you saw earlier today on the top fantasy basketball playlist, like he's a 12th ranked player over the last two weeks. His usage is through the roof. His efficiency is sky high. He's even hitting threes. Is he going to maintain number one status on this Bulls team, especially while Levine's dealing with a thumb? That's what I want to watch. And Derek Jones Jr., if you're looking for defensive stats, with the absence of Patrick Williams, Jones is getting like 15, 17 minutes a night. He had two steals, two blocks the other game. So he can be a guy that can stream in like you would a Matisse Thibel or an Erlens Noel. Maybe Jones can be that streaming option that's going to be available in nearly every league. The Celtics and the Mavericks. Aaron Neesmith jumped out of nowhere last game to drop some really big scoring. It was pretty confusing that he'd been out of the rotation entirely as Imi Yudoka went with a really short rotation. But what does Neesmith's role look like? Now, if Jalen Brown with his hamstring tightness is out and Josh Richardson with his foot problem is out, then there is a big role for Neesmith. And that could be really interesting for deeper league guys. And I hope he's able to establish himself and be a part of this rotation. And I also want to watch Al Horford, who is absolutely surprising everybody with his level of play. He's blocking shots. He's rebounding. He's being, he's looking at times, literally, like the Celtics' best player. So let's watch Horford again. Is the fountain of youth real? Can he continue to block shots at the level that he's been doing it? Well, for the Mavericks, I, I want to watch to see whether Kristaps Porzingis is going to play, but I don't want to get my hopes up. Porzingis. He's currently questionable for Saturday. But how does Jalen Brunson go? Because he's been going great. And especially with Porzingis out, he's been dominating. Now, Brunson is a must-roster player at this point. Whether that maintains when Porzingis and then Kleber return, I don't know. But I do want to watch uh, to see how Brunson looks. And then also Luka Doncic, who's been a gigantic disappointment from a fantasy perspective. He's still good, but the offense is not suiting him. The ball is out of his hands. The percentages are still off. Nothing is at the elite level that it was a year ago. And I'd like to see the ball in his hands more, the usage to jump up a little bit more, and the efficiency to hopefully spike. That would be awesome if I could see that. The Hawks and the Suns. Two absolute turd burgers in a row for Cam Reddish. Can he correct that? I'm not sure. But what he was doing early in the season was 100% completely unsustainable. He was being like a 60% three-point shooter. Now, I didn't expect for the minutes to go from 27 to 13. I think it's going to hover in the 21 to 24 range. But with other options like Bogdanovich and Hunter and Herder in there, Lou Williams, yeah, maybe there's not as big a need for Reddish to play 25. I don't think he's a must-roster 12-team league guy, but how they're using him, I'm curious. And then John Collins, who is tantalizing. We see these big games, then we see him have like 12 and 6 in 30 minutes. And it frustrates us. We know he can do better. We'd like the ball in his hands a little bit more. So I'd like to watch how much he gets involved in the offense. And, of course, whether he can stay out of foul trouble, that would be great as well. Well, for the Suns, Chris Paul, the shot isn't there. He's not really hitting threes, but the steals are through the roof and the assists are absolutely sky high. I'd like to see a little bit more diversity in his offensive game, a little bit more aggression with shooting, and hopefully those shots go in a little bit more too. And then DeAndre Ayton, who played last game, got fa- he fouled out, was probably on a bit of a minutes limit anyway, coming back from the leg injury, but he looked great. And the last few games, he's been much better than, say, the first three or four. Let's see more of this latter week 
DeAndre Ayton versus what we saw to begin the season. That would be uh, really, really good for me. The Lakers and the Blazers. Well, the Lakers, after losing to the old Oklahoma City Thunder, can what can they do? Will Anthony Davis play? That's a big question because LeBron is out. Davis has that thumb injury. If he's out, holy shit, what's going to go on? Can Carmelo Anthony keep shooting at 50% or over for three? Absolutely not, but maybe he can short term. His blocks and steals are through the roof. He is the absolute biggest sell high in fantasy at the moment. You add him off the wire, but you sell him. If you can get a top 80 guy back, it's a massive win for Melo. And then Russell Westbrook. Can he do dumb shit again? Yes, absolutely he can. But if Anthony Davis is out, he'll rack up the counting stats in a huge, huge way. So I'd like... To, I, one thing I've always asked for Westbrook is just be under control. Stop doing dumb shit. Defer to better players. But it could be a situation where there is no better player on the Lakers for Saturday's game. But the Blazers, Larry Nance, like... Yes, I know the overall 9-cat value can be so, so good because he never turns it over and he gets a steal and a block and all that sort of stuff. But unless he gets 25 minutes, I just don't care. The upside isn't high enough for me. If he's just not playing enough, I want to see how much he gets at center as well. And then Damian Lillard. Can we get one game of this guy shooting well? One game will be good. He's still producing. He's scoring okay because he's playing a ton of minutes and getting a lot of shots and he's getting a lot of assists. But one game, can we have this guy shoot well? That would be awesome, and it would ease or alleviate a lot of my fears about where his season is headed. Thanksgiving is coming up, and we all know what that means. Great food, and maybe maybe, maybe mediocre company. I don't know, but you know you've got great food. And desserts are one of the key parts of Thanksgiving, but they can be high in calories. So why don't you try a built Bar instead? These are delicious protein bars that maybe you can sub in for your dessert. So instead of a coconut cream pie, have a coconut built Bar. Have a raspberry built bar instead of a raspberry pie. Bring it to your Thanksgiving dinner. A slice of pie has got 300 calories. Do you want that? Nah. Built bar, 130 calories, four grams of sugar. They're low sugar, low fat, low carbs, and high protein. So bring them. Maybe your aunt or uncle who's busy ranting about something they saw on Facebook. Maybe you can uh, shut them up by getting a built bar into their mouth. I go, this is delicious as well. And you don't have to hear their nonsense ramblings. That would be awesome. And stay tuned because there's always limited time flavors coming out on built. So head to built.com, use our promo code LOCK15, and you can save 15% off your order of Built Bar. Get them there for Thanksgiving. 15% off LOCK15 at built.com. Let's move in now and look at streaming options for the games. Um, we'll start with nine category leagues. These guys are available in over 50% of leagues. Dwight Powell, George Nyang, especially if Furkan's out. Royce O'Neal, although he is listed questionable. Monty Morris, Furkan Korkmaz if he plays. Kent Bazemore. Jay Crowder, always a streamer, never a must-hold. Dorian Finney-Smith and the big stiffy himself, Bones Highland. If we look at the deeper formats, these guys are rostered in under 10%. You've got Bazemore, Malik Monk, perhaps. Bones Highland, Javante Green, JaVale McGee, Faku Campazzo, Dwayne Dedman, and Cam Johnson. And then lastly, for points leagues, we're looking at Dwight Powell, Alex Caruso, the burner Jalen Brunson, Monty Morris, George Niang, Jay Crowder, Furkan Korkmaz, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Anthony Simons. Guys, that will do it for me today. Wish me luck. Go and see Eternals. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Just good to get back to the cinema. Drop your comments down below. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app, YouTube. Come on, comment it. Thumb it up. Subscribe. Notification bell. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.